Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, yes. Hello, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to uh, be with you on the radio on a Friday. I can't believe we made it through the whole week, and it's a week which has featured everything. We got snow. We had winter driving. We had bands of lake effect snow, and both the North Towns and the South Towns got a chance to take part in that. And uh, today we've got some rain and general yuckiness and it is the first of uh, December which is uh, uh, it's one of those benchmark days really the first of December benchmark day it's almost like it's the um, not not the actual but the symbolic beginning of winter um, it, it because I think of December and I think oh, it's winter November you can kind of justify as well it's kind of like late fall but December, nah, I'm sorry. I know what it says on the calendar, but uh, I also know what it says in my mind. And in my mind, winter has begun. Anyway, uh, good to be with you on the radio. I uh, want to pick up with something uh, we got into a little bit yesterday uh, because we did a show on uh, the charities uh, organizations to which you give because you have a special place in your heart. Uh, for that particular group, that organization, had a lot of interesting calls on that. But then we started to talk about it, and we just kind of ran out of time. Um, and I want to get into this, uh, and I don't, I don't really know how or whether this is going to work or whether it's going to be interesting or whether it's going to suck. And uh, you guys will have to be the uh, judge and jury and hopefully not the executioner on this. But... Uh, those of you who have uh, kids, possibly grandkids, what are you doing because you financially need to help them out? And the reason I bring that up, have you had any discussions in your household with your college graduate children who are very, shall we say, disillusioned by it all because they were sold a bill of goods by big sheepskin. Oh, you know, if you get a bachelor's degree over the course of a lifetime, you'll make $300,000 more than somebody without a bachelor's degree. Uh, And frankly, with the rate of inflation uh, as it is, and colleges and universities typically increasing on an annual basis uh, their costs twice the rate of inflation. Um, I can understand 
why some people say, wow, I really don't know why I went to college. I have a BA in sociology and I'm working and there's nothing wrong with working in a coffee shop. But that's probably not what you had in mind when you went to college. Because, you know, there was a time when uh, college was, I mean, l- l- look at all the old movies. In fact, you don't even have to go that far. Uh, the Godfather. Uh, how many times did uh, Sonny Corleone call Michael college boy? Uh, and and, and you, you look at a lot of older movies, and if somebody went to college, they were college boys. It's not like everybody was expected to go to college. And um, I also mentioned yesterday, I've mentioned this in the past, too. Um, my degrees are in history and communication. And had I spent an extra semester, which I had no interest in doing, I also would have had uh, a major in English. But frankly, after six years, because I was on the uh, part-time plan because I was working full-time, uh, and frankly, I pretty much get a free ride to college because of a tuition reimbursement program that uh, Taft Broadcasting, which owned the old radio station, had. So I was able to graduate from college without owing a penny. And believe me, <laughs> there are young people today, I tell that story, and they don't like it very much because they're looking at ridiculous amounts of student loan debt for degrees that... Uh, are of limited marketability. And I really think in this country we need a major um, investigation uh, and a major overhaul in the way we think about how we are educating our young people. Um, I don't think everybody should go to college. And Mark Epstein has talked about this with David Bellavia. Not Everybody should go to college. And I would go so far, and I'm a little extreme on this, I would go so far as to say, unless you need the BA to get into medical school or nursing school, which I don't even think you do, could be wrong, uh, unless you are going to use the BA as a stepping stone to the next degree, which will get you into a profession at which you can make some serious money, why bother? Why bother? And you know what used to frost my nads big time when I was a student at UB? And I should point out that I enjoyed my time at UB. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed the professors at UB, and I've told you this before, the New York City liberal Jewish professors, every single one I had took me under their wing. I'm serious. It was like it was uncanny. I was like a teacher's pet. And the only reason is I was one of the few people who actually showed interest in what they were saying. You know, you'd look around, you'd see people with their heads on their desks, and you know, I'd be sitting there taking vigorous notes and sometimes actually, actually asking the intelligent question. Um, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. And it was, look, I it, it was... It was a good experience for me. I must admit, I did not like walking across the Amherst campus of UB on uh, a very frigid February day with the wind biting into my face, going right through my jacket. Didn't appreciate that very much. And the uh, daily pursuit of a parking spot, that was never a lot of fun. But it, it, it it was a good experience. But 
I do think that I am the exception, one of the exceptions uh, to the rule. Um, having done something with the degrees or the majors anyway that I had. I mean, I've got one degree, but several majors of that degree, if that makes any sense to you. So, um, but it, it, it's not this idea that college is for everybody. College is the be all and end all. I think it's a bunch of horse crap. I really do. And it was drummed into me. Maybe it was drummed into you. And I guess I want to, this is what I want to find out uh, at a very early age because I was a little boy, believe it or not. At one point, I was a little boy. And they were putting up the, uh, they were putting up the dorms. <laughs> designed to prevent riots from forming. But they, they, they were building the dorms at UB. And I remember driving around the area, and my father basically was like, there's where you're going to college. It was just always assumed that I'd be going to college. And there was just never really um, an alternative uh, for me. It was just expected that I would go to college. And I think that uh, maybe things were a little bit different back then. Certainly the costs were a hell of a lot less than they were um, later on than they are today, uh, especially going to a state school as a New York State resident. Uh, It was really inexpensive by today's absurd standards. But um, there there are so many questions that I want to ask around this topic. Um, Number one. I mean, I've done shows before on trade schools and people learning a trade, people uh, becoming plumbers, people becoming electricians, people becoming carpenters, people becoming IT professionals. Um, We've done shows on that. And basically, I don't know that I've ever talked to anybody who is in a trade who says, yep. It was a really bad idea getting into a trade. I mean, they're the ones who've got 50 trucks going around town with their names on them uh, and making a boatload of money uh, as electricians, plumbers, whatever. I mean, not all of them have 50 trucks. That might be a bit of an exaggeration. Some of the tree removal companies, I'm amazed at how many trucks they've got and often wonder what the payments are. But that's another story for a different day. Um, I want to ask you directly... And I hope we hear from some younger people in the audience as opposed to the, well, I'm 75 and I'm 80. I'd like to hear from people who are a lot younger and ask, was college and university, was it worth it to you? Was it worth it or was it a colossal waste of time? And as I said, um, the notion that a bachelor's degree is somehow the gold standard of proving you are an educated individual without any further education, I I think it's absolute horse crap. I think it's horse hockey. Um, Was college worth it to you? Or do you think you would have been better off using that money and buying rental properties? I mean, you could own 50 houses right now and be renting them out and charging a lot of money for rent because, don't know if you're aware of this, not only are housing prices 
absolutely absurd, and the interest rates are pretty much half of what they were when Jimmy Carter was president, which doesn't speak very well to what's going on right now. Uh, but getting an apartment. I mean, there are people getting into apartment bidding wars. I kid you not. And if you're looking for an apartment, I don't think that I am too far from the truth. And God forbid you want a three-bedroom apartment, you are going to pay through the nose. And I wonder how many people who went so deeply into debt to get a bachelor's degree would have been so much better off investing that same money in real estate 10 years ago. That would have been the smart move. Hey, nobody can see the future. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But um, I, in, in retrospect, I think a lot of you could have saved money and saved a lot of aggravation. Which brings me to my next question, which is something I asked yesterday, which is, uh, do you have to financially subsidize your adult children? And I want to know about the, the conversations you had on Thanksgiving with the 20-somethings and 30-somethings in your life, or if you are a 20 or 30-something, um, are you ever going to be able to afford a home? This is a horrible time. To, and it doesn't matter where you are in the country, it's a horrible time to try to find a home. Number one, the inventory is not what it typically has been. There's limited inventory, especially in the better neighborhoods, okay? Limited, limited inventory. Number two, interest rates, ridiculous. Number three, the prices have skyrocketed, which is great if you're selling but here's the problem. Let's say you sell your house for three times or four times what you paid for it. What do you think is going to happen when you go and try to buy your next home if you want to upsize into a large place? What's going to happen is you're going to find out that the extra money you thought you might have made on the house that you bought all those years ago is going to get sucked into this housing bubble that is uh, going on right now. Um, I'm curious where you are on this stuff. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Here's uh, John in Tonawanda making sure the show doesn't suck. John, you're on. Hello. Yeah, Tom. Um, so I, I kind of got a perspective from both sides. So I went to UB. I, I finished in 2016 with a degree in biochemistry. And from all you know points, that that degree did wonders for me. Um, I'm making a great salary. It did fine. Um, I, I think for college, we're at the point now where it's got to be a very specialized major. So we're, we're, we're talking degrees that you can't do at home watching the History Channel. So, like, you need a lab to do biochem work. You need a lab to, do, uh, to be an engineer. You need a mock courtroom to be a lawyer. Um, so I, I think... You know, the colleges with these fluff degrees, like maybe not history, but certain, you know, name it studies, uh, that really is kind of bringing down the, the, uh, the value of the, of the degree. Because, again, these are degrees that you can, I mean, if you wanted, if you were dedicated, you could buy six textbooks and you could become a gender studies major degree, you know, in four years, you know, in, in like your basement. But you can't be an electrical engineer because you don't have the tools. Um, but the second point about, about the trades, um, I mean, the trades are good. You know, we, 
we absolutely need them. The trades make the world go round. Um, but I have friends who have been in the trades now for seven, eight, nine, ten years, and they're looking to get uh, some kind of degree to get into management because, I mean, let's face it, the trades, I mean, depending on what it is, you are kind of wrecking your body to a certain degree. You know, they're True. sore, their backs are killing them. And, like, they make good money, but they're like, I can't do this until I'm 60, 65. Like, forget this. Um, so I, I do see why some kids, and it's not the best choice, but why they go away from trades because they see maybe their uncle or, like, their father, like, he, he broke his body, put it right on, on the table. He's making good money. But un, unless you're, like, that higher up, like you said, the guy with the 50 trucks around town, for the most part, you're, you're making an honest living really using your, your body. And some kids who are going to college are like, I want to be the fancy lawyer with the suit or the scientist with the lab coat making six figures, not not killing myself. Uh, I, th- I, I think I think you raise some good points. However, uh, for every um, let's say if you're going to be a plumber and you're going to be hauling hot water tanks up and down stairs um, all day because you've got to replace those things every now and again. Um, there's ways to do it and ways not to do it. And there are body mechanics involved in everything. Even, believe it or not, even something at, like massage therapy. If you don't use the right body mechanics as a massage therapist, you're going to run into back problems of your own, shoulder problems of your own, wrist problems of your own, such as carpal tunnels uh, a syndrome. And then uh, you, you, it's easy for to see massage therapists uh uh, there are quite a few people I know with whom I went to school. They practiced for 15 years. They had to get out because, as you said, it is a tremendous uh, strain on the body, uh, especially if your clientele happens to be rather large and muscular. Uh, it, it takes some energy. It takes some work. It was a great – I'll say this much. It was a hell of a good workout. Um, but uh, the biochemical degree – that you have, or biochemistry degree. Well, what does your typical day involve? I mean, what are you doing, analyzing semen? I mean, <laughs> um, no. So I, so I, I used to work in a lab that did um, biomedical research. I have since changed course to law enforcement. Um, I mean, the degree got me great money in the lab, but um, the degree also got me the job in law enforcement as well. Um, I would have stayed, but this job pays more money, has much better benefits. Um, but again, if I didn't have the degree, I wouldn't be here right now. So, are you uh, but, are you an officer? Yeah. Are you patrol officer? Or are you work in a crime lab? Uh, well, I'm what they call support, so kind of like analytics and uh, things of that nature. Um, not a, not a, a exactly in line with biochemistry, but a lot of the analysis and kind of critical thinking is used. Um, but uh, you know, uh, back to the point with the like the trade and the. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess if, if we're trying to draw, like, a comparison between, like, the day of, like, a lab uh, technician and a person in the trades, certainly, like, there are some days where, like, you know, you, you have to lift, like, a 50-pound box or you have to do, you know, some maybe strenuous labor. But 95% of it is you're at a desk, you know, doing analysis or you're checking specimens. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's not as uh, physically intensive. Uh, but, you know, you are right with, you know, some jobs, they might not be blue-collar trades, but like the massage therapist, I could definitely see how that would wear down your body. Oh, um, absolutely. Being a know? plumber. 
be, being a plumber, being an electrician. Um, uh, hold on, I'd like I'd like to talk to you further about this because I want to get into this whole American dream thing. And uh, are you ever going to be, if you don't already have one, are you ever going to be a homeowner? Um, because this is, uh, I, I'm hearing this a lot from people in their late 20s, early 30s, who feel like they got taken for a ride by colleges and universities. Um, and they're so deep in debt now, they have no ability to prove that they can afford a home, especially in this market. I'd like to explore that with you, Mr. Biochemist. And I guess I really wasn't that far off in what you analyze on a daily basis. Um, and somebody's got to do it. It's uh, 28 minutes after 2 at News Radio 930 WBEN, 803 0930, Star 930, and 1 800 616 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So a uh, couple of topics that I'm trying to fold into one here, and it's either going to really be awesome or it's going to suck. Um, it, it, but uh, college, was it worth the investment? That's like number one. Was college worth the investment for you? And do you believe, those of you in your 20s, 30s, or who have kids of that age range, how many times have you had the discussion with them where they say, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to afford a house. How can I afford a house when I'm already, I've got an $800 nut that I've got to crack every single month. Um, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, back to John in uh, Tonawanda, who has a degree in uh, biochemistry, and now he finds himself uh, a desk job um, at a uh, uh, in, in local law enforcement. Yes, um, and to kind of go back through your checklist when you uh, went through like the the college workout for you and whatnot. Um, for me and my cohorts, because most of my friends were in biomedical or some kind of medical field, they've all done well. Either they stayed in medicine or they've gone on to something else because they could use their degree. Um, so for me, it worked out. Um, I don't know many people who have liberal arts degrees, but I, I don't think they're doing as well, but I, I can't really say for sure. 
Well, how can um, they? I'm sorry, but how can they be? I'm sorry, but with very few ex- unless you're going to be a teacher, what are you going to do with an English degree? What are you going to do with a history degree, or for that matter, a communication degree? I mean, I, I am the outlier. Okay, I'm one of the few, I think, exceptions because I didn't use it, although I could have, to go to law school. Um, no way I could have made it through medical school. Um, <laughs> that, that 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 would have been too much. But the uh, as far as the um, oh I don't know, how do I say this? I, mean, I think as far as the practicality of a bachelor's degree, American people and American students have been BSed for far too long by colleges and universities with this the. Uh, <clears throat> with this notion of, well, if you have a bachelor's degree, uh, you'll make uh, $100,000 more than those who don't have a bachelor's degree. Yeah, and you're also going to end up with $70,000 of debt that you didn't have before you went there. Yeah, and those that that, that sort of stat where they say if you have a four-year degree, you're going to make six figures. I, I like to know how many of those kids are going to Yale or Harvard and have connections and, and kind of, you know, heighten the pool of, of income, you know? Um, uh, so, you know, I, again, I agree. I, I think the colleges really are misleading a lot of kids. Um, I think colleges should be very specialized degrees. Again, ones that you can't do in your own basement, you know? Um, to, well, let me give you another, let me give you another idea. Why does it have to be four years to get a bachelor's degree? Why can't it be two years? I agree. Yeah. Um, that would be a lot more cheaper. It's probably part of the whole income scheme for the college. Um, but, I mean, as far as I, I know, I think bachelors have been four years for, I mean, since Harvard was established, right? I mean, is that I, – I don't know. But um, I, I think that's kind of just how it sort of has been from the get-go. But certainly and nowadays – it should be, it should be re- it should be reevaluated. I mean, your car in 2023 isn't the same kind of car you had in 1992, Think, things change. The employment market yeah, changes. So, okay, in your case with the biochemical degree, it obviously worked out for you. Now, question number two, which is applicable not only to you but the people in your cohort, how much complaining do you hear about I'll never be able to afford a home of my own. And there are 20-somethings and 30-somethings who look at 50 and 60 and 40-somethings, and they're very, very jealous. They say, look at this house you've got, and how much did you pay for it? And they're blown away. Yeah. um, I'm not sure about the housing. I know a lot of my friends, they're still young millennials. They're living in lost downtown. They're, you know, living the the yuppie life in the city but uh and i'm sure if they could due to their degrees and their jobs they could get decent houses um i i had heard a lot of complaining though that the houses are expensive um and you know i guess things kind of lined up with the planets with this call because tomorrow um, we're doing the home inspection on the house my wife and i uh put an offer on um and it was a lot more than i wanted um it ended up being 277, and in 2020 the house was purchased for 190. Um, so that's not making me very happy, but that's just how the cookie crumbles, I suppose. Well, um, at least you got at least you got an offer accepted, contingent on the inspection. 
and 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 here's here's another thing too um these people and i i will never understand this um, unless somebody has a background in construction uh, or electrician uh, electricity or plumbing or any of those trades that we uh, referred to earlier unless you know what you're doing why in the name of all that is holy would you waive a professional inspection by somebody who knows what they're doing i maybe they have connections i i have no clue that yeah to me i would never want to do that too i would definitely have well we're going to have it inspected tomorrow but uh yeah that's ludicrous um well this is obviously propitious or would that be serendipitous timing um uh, what does your wife do she's a graphic designer and and that kind of goes too with the uh, college classes so her degree is a Bachelor of Fine Arts, and I, what I learned recently is a, a Bachelor of Arts and a Bachelor of Fine Arts are kind of two different things. A bachelor's degree, like in English or art, is kind of more general on that sort of field, but a Bachelor of Fine Arts is like an actual skill you have to hone. And uh, if you're a sculptor, painter, graphic designer, uh, it's a very lucrative skill because it's very specialized and it's it, you have to be good at it you have to be a good photographer a good designer to do well and she does very well for herself too um so we're, we're really kind of an odd couple in the sense of like the topic uh, yeah i mean you you definitely fit right in but as now obviously you, you're doing you're doing very very well but the people in your cohort uh, you, you talked about the people living the yuppie life downtown, which I can't blame anybody for wanting to live a yuppie life downtown. I mean, uh, sounds like it'd be fun. You don't have kids to worry about. You have to worry about sending them to school. Um, and there's a lot of partying around, but there's partying no matter where you are in western New York because we're a drinking <laughs> town with a football problem, as the old T-shirt said. Uh, but are any of them expressing a great deal of concern about, hey, at some point I got to grow up. At some point I'd like to have a family. At some point I'm going to need a house in an area with a good school system. But I don't know where I'm going to come up with 700000 bucks for a three-bedroom home. Yeah, no, they're, they are definitely voicing concern. Um, maybe not as much as someone who's maybe making – you know, forty grand a year, uh, but you know they still don't want to pay an extra hundred fifty thousand dollars on a house that was cheaper three or four years prior. I mean, I don't, I don't care who you are if you're making half a million, or you're making two fifty, you're making fifty thousand. No one wants to pay more. Um, so there is concern, but again, they're doing kind of so well that they don't really care too much. But still, no one wants to pay more than what they have to. Um, yeah. Yeah, very, very, very interesting. By the way, totally off topic. I uh, was watching an episode of Unsolved Mysteries the other night, and there were a series of homicides that had been committed in hotel rooms. And as part of the forensics investigation, they had to uh, do the black light on the uh, uh, on the uh, the covering of the bed. And um, let's just say there were more stains than could possibly be analyzed. And uh, I, 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 I did have to laugh when I, when I saw that. Um, I mean, that's got to be a hellish crime scene to try to investigate. Like, what, what part of this do you cut and what part is actually relevant? Well, you know, it, it depends what you're trying to find. And, you know, some samples are more fresh than others. Um, 
and there's there's ways to determine, but that requires a, a, a lab on-site analysis is not going to be very sensitive. Um, but uh, before you, you let me go, uh, I also have a random question, too. Um, it's December, going to be reaching December 30th, the anniversary of the burning of Buffalo, War of 1812. Do you have an update on that ground analysis uh, with the site in uh, your town? Um, yes, uh, I do, actually. And it was very disappointing because uh. we did everything according to Hoyle. We were trying to find the grave of Jonas Williams, the founder of Williamsville. Um, before we did anything, we did ground-penetrating radar analysis, which showed four anomalies consistent with graves in the spot we thought the graves were going to be uh, found in. And then we got the archaeology people, the professionals involved. They did digging. Nothing. Uh, then we got in a big piece of equipment to, because the ground was very hard packed. Absolutely nothing. So unfortunately, um, we did not find the grave of Jonas Williams, his family, uh, or anybody else. <laughs> and it, oh, it, it, it was just bad. so it's so disappointing because we we did everything according to how it was supposed to be done. And we came up empty-handed, and I, I, and it's and it sucks, but yeah, I mean, I, I it, it's uh, it, it's one of those things. Uh, sometimes you get lucky, and sometimes you don't. And I'm very uh, the experience. It was a it was a great experience in many ways. But every time I watch the documentary on how they found the remains of King Richard the Third, who uh, was killed at uh, Bosworth Field in uh, what 1485, and that was also found by a bunch of amateurs, they found the bones, the first scoop of dirt they took out. Of course, of course. Uh, well, so, you know what? Thank yeah, you that's... for doing the whole venture. You know, I appreciate it, and uh, for, like regardless, it's still a great experience. Well, I, I was grateful for the. Uh, many people who donated because it was not a cheap uh, undertaking, but unfortunately we did not find that for which we were looking. And again, all I can say is when you do all the prep work um, and the analysis of the prep work, and we had ground penetrating radar come not once, not three times, three times the ground penetrating radar showed anomalies exactly where the grave should have been and there was nothing nothing so i was a little disappointed yeah uh, thank you thank you very much i appreciate it and and the goal was i mean it wasn't uh, like a ghoulish thing i mean what we wanted to do is uh have the archaeologist exhume and analyze the bones, and we had secured a burial location, a proper burial location for the people we thought were there, but they weren't there. But at least all I can tell you is we um, we did everything the right way. I mean, we did our research, we did our preliminary work, then we called in the experts, and we came up totally empty-handed. And like I said, um, if you ever, I'm sure some of you are at least mildly familiar with a guy named Shakespeare. Well, he wrote a play, Richard III, the tragedy of King Richard III. And um, for years, it was thought that Richard III's bones had been thrown into a river 
uh, or otherwise just discarded like garbage because he obviously was not a very popular king. He only reigned for two or three years. Uh, but sure enough, sure enough, an amateur devoted years of research and then convinced people to let her dig, and the very first excavation, there were the bones of Richard III, and there was not much doubt about it from the beginning because there was extreme scoliosis, uh, which Richard III was known to have had, and in the play he is referred to as a bunchback toad. Uh, they weren't very politically correct when referring to people with scoliosis back in the 1400s. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad we did it. I'm, I'm very glad we did it. And, and the other site that we're uh, looking at is the, um, the American encampment in 1814 in Williamsville. We have definitely found some things there, uh, absolutely positively. Here's the problem. We thought we were going to find a lot more artifacts, but when they were developing, I don't want to bore you guys to tears, but when they were developing a certain subdivision very close to where I live, they bulldozed probably the first six to eight inches of ground and moved it to Cheektowaga. They moved it to Garrison Park. And that's why at Garrison Park, we did find some musket balls. We found a button. We did find uh, some of what had been at where the American encampment was in Williamsville. But a lot of it is all, it's just all over the place. If they just wouldn't have bulldozed it, uh, we would have found a treasure trove. We did find a period lock, which was kind of cool. And we are pretty sure that we found the stones out of which the um, huts were made for the cantonment of the soldiers of the American Army. I feel very confident that we know the location and there are some artifacts that support that. At least we found artifacts there. But, uh, yeah, there's a fireplace not too far from where I live that is absolutely period fireplace and a well uh, that is absolutely period. And I think we're going to be looking into that um, sometime uh, in 2024. Uh, But I'm probably boring the hell out of some of you. All right, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Do you or your kids believe that you are ever going to be able to realize and achieve the American dream of home ownership? And one of the things that I hear from a lot of people, uh, young people and parents of young people, is that uh, uh, their kids are very concerned that they're never going to be able, not just, and this is kind of freaky, They're never going to be able not only to buy their own home, they're not going to be able to have a decent apartment because of the student loan debt. And then you start thinking about the long-term effects on the economy of this country. What's going to happen in five or ten years when we've got a bunch of 40-year-olds who can't go out and buy a car? They can't go out and buy a refrigerator. They can't go out and buy this or buy that. Uh, what, what, what's going what's gonna to happen? I mean, that's like fomenting revolution. Uh, but again, when you, unfortunately, when you uh, 
overemphasize, uh, I think, meaningless education. You de-emphasize trades that people will pay you money to execute for them. Um, and, of course, you have the de-industrialization of an area like the Northeast, like Buffalo. Uh, these are problems that you could have seen coming 40 years ago, back in the 1980s. And you might, if you were alive back then, you might remember. It was almost like every Thursday or Friday, like clockwork, some major Buffalo business was announcing, all right, we are shutting down and 4,000 people are going to be out of a job. 20,000 people will be out of a job. And this was a totally different area then than it is now and now obviously the the medical sector is is very big and it's big um if for a number of reasons including the fact that we have an aging population and the more the older you become uh, the more you find yourself in need of medical services I would tell you a story about what happened with my hernia last night that you don't really want to know. It's got to get taken care of soon because it's. It, there are times when I get a flare up and it it's or it, it it's like one of the most painful things ever. But it's not strangulated, so there, so that's good. But uh, oh my goodness, I'll be so happy when that is done. And by then. Uh, there's nothing. There, there will be nothing left on which to operate. Nothing at all. I'm like bionic, um, and that's not going to be like a long time off. Basically, I'm going to get the surgery done, and then uh, the minute the anesthesia clears my body, I'll be back on the air. I can work through pain, but we've already, I think we've already demonstrated I can't work through anesthesia delirium. That doesn't. That's not a really good sound. <laughs> I laugh about it now, and I laugh about it then, too, because, as I've said, there, there, there was I didn't do anything wrong. I just, except try to work more uh, quickly than I should have, but uh, it was, I'd never been taken off the air before, ever, and that was the first and only time that has ever happened, and everybody knows exactly what that was, and that was the cervical fusion, and uh, I tried rushing back to work, and my brain clearly was still pretty foggy. And, uh, you know, it's funny because when I'm when I'm done with this business, that's probably going to be the one show I'm going to remember and laugh about when I'm uh, 68 years old. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.